0: Hello and welcome to Tech Live. Stephanie Christopher here, Chief Executive of the Executive Connection. Tech connects CEOs, executives, and business owners to the world's largest business leader network. We're committed to delivering actionable insights, accelerating business performance, and optimising decision making. Today, our guest is John Stewart, a chartered accountant by profession, and for the last 20 years, John has worked with companies under stress for whatever reason often invest in the company and take a CEO role to effect a turnaround in the company's fortune. His last successful venture was with Seema Holdings, a direct marketing business where he brought the company out of voluntary administration to eventually sell the business to IVE Group, Australia's largest digital marketing company. And today, John's here to talk to us about cash. So, welcome, John.
1: Good morning, Stephanie.
0: On our wander over here from the yep. office, we found that we have a lot of things in common. We do. Um, in fact, potentially, I sold you a fairly outrageous <laughs> outfit when we were both university students.
1: I was studying accountancy at the Institute of Technology. Yeah.
0: So you were outrageous. That's a given. <laughs> well,
1: no, they were blue. They were blue pinstripe flares. Which, which, when I brought them home, my sisters were. <laughs> Didn't think we were fantastic. To and be what honest. did they
0: go with? What was the outfit? It was a
1: bright red jumper, yep. as well. And I wore it to uh, my now wife's twenty um, first uh, party. Absolutely so, fantastic. So it worked some magic. Yeah, some well, that's right. <laughs> well, that's bit. great. And yeah.
0: and you know the shop Uncle Sam's on George Street <laughs> that was owned by uh, the wonderful and late Phil Salter who, from Salmet. From yeah. Salmet. So yeah. uh, so there we are. We've covered off that bit. Yep. Let's get to cash. Let's start with something everyone says in small business: cash is king. It's all about cash.
1: It is. And and everybody understands that as a statement. Yeah. Um, you only run out of cash once. It yeah. Is another good thing <laughs> yeah. that some people uh, but uh, learn. But then um, business people's um, ability generally mm. to know where their cash is and to accurately forecast their uh, cash is often wanting. Um, I wouldn't have much to do if uh, people were better at forecasting their cash.
0: So tell me about that. How can you be in business and not know where your cash is?
1: There's a basic uh, lack of understanding and a lack of reporting, uh, perhaps Mm. a little bit through the accounting profession as as well as the business uh, owners, in that they worry about the profit and loss account. They worry Mm. about um, their sales and their expenses and they don't worry enough about uh, the balance sheet. Mm. And the balance sheet is where your, your cash sits. Right. And uh, it's either uh, uh, tied up in your debtors, it's tied up in your stock, uh, it's, uh, or you're uh, running well and you've got a lot of cash there and you're able to uh, pay dividends or do other things. But that focus on the balance sheet isn't there, often uh, uh, not until it's too late and certainly not in a lot of the forecasting that gets done. They'll forecast their, their uh, profit and loss in their budget, they won't forecast their balance sheet.
0: Can you be making good profit And not have cash?
1: So you can keep a business um, alive that uh, has uh, poor profits and strong cash flow forever. If a business has strong profits and poor cash flow, you are always at risk. And so it's more about the management of cash than it is about the management of profit. If you're making a loss, you will run out of cash eventually. Mm. But if you're bumping along the bottom and have good control of your cash, you can pretty well go forever.
0: I don't think many people have that perspective, John. Because people are probably far more aware of whether they're making money on a deal or what the margin is than actually what the payoff or when the payoff will be.
1: When the payoff is, is, is really what it, what it's yeah. about. If you're growing too quickly, you yeah. could go broke because of a, a lack of control of, uh, over cash.
0: So that's growing out of business kind of.
1: It is. You, you literally do that. So the, the money you need to spend to drive the sales that you're getting. If it's not coming in in, in, you know, the 25 and 30 days and you're starting to uh, fund really your customers and clients Mm. um, and it's growing quickly enough, you will go broke.
0: That's really scary, isn't it?
1: It's commonplace. Um, With a lot of the uh, startup uh, businesses as well, they don't quite understand that the growth um, numbers that they put in, the step up that's going to make them successful is not properly funded in a working capital sense. They'll go to the market and they'll ask for um, uh, investors uh, Mm. for uh, capital, but then they don't do the same exercise on the capital they need uh, to fund their balance sheet properly.
0: So let's take a step back. Yep. What are the fundamentals for a business to, to collect the cash and uh, – well, first of all, yeah, to collect the cash and then to report on the cash that they have? So well, let's go back to that. Well, it
1: sort of starts in a slightly different way. So you've got, to, you've got to get your forecasting correct. So you have to be able to do a budget. You can't manage last month. So what you've got to be doing all the time is, is looking out and seeing what's happening mm. with your profit and loss Um, Account your sales and your expenses. But in operating that that profit and loss account, it's either going to consume cash or produce cash. So the next thing you've got to forecast is your balance sheet. What's happening with your debtors? Are they going up or down? If the debtors are going up, then the cash is being constrained there. What's happening with your stock? If your stock numbers are growing or you've got to not getting your your stock turned over quickly enough it's consuming your cash i often wander into a restaurant and see you know million dollar fitouts yeah. Um, yeah and under, can't relax because <laughs> i'm such an exciting you person you can't relax <laughs> such an exciting person because Unless i can you're in see, your see their cash and your red jumper, <laughs> jumper yeah, yeah. Um, you can see the cash that they've put into that yeah. and you know they're going to need it yeah. Uh, to fund the business uh, as it grows, so they don't worry about those uh, sorts of things. They're undercapitalised. They underestimate how much money they need to actually get the sales um, uh, that they're um, uh, that they're saying they're going to get. And then once they put those things together, their cash flow is probably inaccurate, and they mm-hmm. don't they don't look at it often. They may look at a P and L budget uh, every month, but they may not necessarily update their cash flow every month. And so
0: is just looking at my bank balance enough?
1: No, the bank balance is a, a really interesting thing about um, a bank balance. Is that's actually the that's actually the bank's records, not your records. Right, that's a copy of no, their ledger. Good,
0: yeah, that's nice. Um,
1: and and so um, it's got it's got very other than the actual cash you've got, it's got very little relevance as to what's going to happen to your cash uh, in, in the months um, going forward. It's about debtors, it's about stock, it's about raising capital, it's about um, you know how much you're spending on um, uh, capex. Capital is a, is a scarce resource. Mm. Every time you go to the market to get capital, you give something away, a share of the company. Revenue is a renewable resource. Every time you make a sale, someone will pay you. There's not enough focus, really, on protecting the capital that you've got in a business mm. and generating the cash you need out of the revenue.
0: Okay, that makes really good sense. Small businesses could easily, well, startups particularly, but could easily fall into the trap of using the capital to keep the business running rather than having the eye on what's the top line doing?
1: In, in their early stages, that's often what they do and yeah. they don't spend enough to, to get the renewable cash, which is which is their revenue. Mm. And the capital doesn't come back um, uh, back easily. But then it goes a step further. If they're offering terms 30 days, mm. then they're not going to get their cash for 30 days. Yeah. If you're in Australia and you're um, supplying to our major corporates, our top 100 companies, a lot of them have policies that they're not going to pay you uh, for forty five days yeah there 's a little bit of political focus on that in the last uh, six months or so, mm. but it 's a crying shame uh, they 're giving standard terms of forty five days and i 've had some experience mm. where they 're asking for sixty days mm. and that ties up uh, all of your cash. Um, a lot of them have moved to internet based procurement se- uh, systems yes. that are being that are being administered um, uh, from overseas, so in addition to the sixty days. Their payment systems don't work and it's, you know, it's, it's 70, 80 and 90 days by the mm. time you're getting paid. Mm-hmm. It's very, very hard to run a business when you're actually not getting paid uh, in that manner.
0: Absolutely. So for the benefit of people who didn't do accounting, yep, some of us were studying speech pathology when you yes. were studying <laughs> accounting and, yep. and have moved on from there. But tell us the fundamentals of a balance sheet.
1: Well, the fundamentals of the balance sheet is, is the difference between cash and accrual accounting. Okay. So if you're just using your uh, your bank statement, as you suggested b- before, you're not doing accrual accounting. So you don't know when your cash is going to come in and yep. you don't know when your cash is going to uh, to go out. So the balance sheet is all about um, the activity in the business, who have I got to pay in the next few months, who's going to pay me in the next mm-hmm. uh, uh, few months, and being well on top of that. Um, It's far more important to have a good idea of your balance sheet than it is of your Mm. P&L if you're going to um, uh, want to control and grow your cash.
0: I think that's a really key point so far from this conversation, John, because I see a lot of small businesses and and mid-sized businesses that really don't have a handle on their balance sheet.
1: No, because um, it needs a good accountant and it's got to be done monthly and it's got to be closed off Mm. uh, every month uh, 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 to keep it accurate. And sometimes under the pressure of just getting the, um, the day-to-day done, mm. they stop at the p and uh, process yeah. and then they can never find where, where their cash uh, has gone. It's, it's so commonplace in smaller companies that it's, it's almost, <laughs> it's almost um, uh, worth a crusade. I, I uh, was going to say,
0: we have to do something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: and the banks, the banks will only lend you money when you don't really need it. And so, by the time, some okay, th-
0: stop there. Tell me about that.
1: <laughs> well, well, I suppose it's a little bit of a cliche, but if but if you go to the bank with with um, sort of um, um, a hole in your trousers and desperate for funds, yeah. they're not real inclined to uh, uh, to assist. Yes. Um, so if you can see, if you can get two or three months ahead of the process and go to the bank and say, in December of this year, we expect there to be a tightening of cash for all of these reasons. Yes. We need to double our overdraft. Yes. And then in March of next year, we'll be in a position whereby we start to pay that down. Yeah. You've got you've got a fighting chance with the yes. bank. If yeah. you ring them up on Friday and say, unless I get some money by Wednesday, I can't pay my wages, then it's not They're it's, not going to talk to you. They're not going to talk to you. So the banks really only lend the money when you don't uh, really mm. need it. Mm. They'll only lend the money when you can tell them how you're going to get it back. Yes. If you can't accurately forecast your cash, you, you can't know those things. You can't you simply can't uh, deal with them.
0: So forecasting is so important, isn't it? And that takes me back to my corporate days when when reporting back into global head office, it was more about being able to tell the story about what's happening than the actual result itself.
1: Exactly. You can't mm. manage last month. So you spend an yeah, hour or two looking that. to see what happened. Yeah. But really, tell me what's going to happen next. Tell me what's happening next month. Tell me where we're going to be in December. Yeah. And then I have a chance to make some decisions and influence um, mm. the way the business might go. So it's all about forecasting. Mm. But as I said, We'll forecast our P&L. We won't forecast our balance sheet. Mm. If you want to control your cash, you have to forecast your balance mm. sheet. No ifs, no buts, no maybes. And the cash drops out of uh, that exercise. Right. The okay. cash forecasting drops yeah. out of that exercise.
0: How do you start an organisation? How do you start with an organisation You know, when you walk in and, and you've done a couple of big turnarounds? But yep. if you're mentoring a mid-sized business, so how would you start to help them with this? The,
1: f- the first thing is to keep it simple. Often I'll see... You know, enormous um, um, uh, spreadsheets that, you know, might be 20 and 30 um, uh, sheets long and, and you know, um, 26 um, uh, columns wide. And you don't need that. So you keep it simple. You, you you deal in big round numbers rather than detailed numbers. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And
1: you can actually get this sort of work onto a page. Um, there's no need for it to be much more than that. You test it. Numbers follow strategy. So you tell me what you want to do and uh, and how you're going to go about mm. it. And I can create numbers that will support that. Mm -hmm. Now the numbers then may not reflect what you think was going to happen. So we've got to go back and start working through the strategy until we get a set of numbers that uh, meets expectations and allows for the resources we've got. It's no good doing a cash flow forecast that says it's going to be minus $300,000 when you've got no bank facilities. So you've got to go back and start working and understanding the strategy, the numbers follow the strategy and then is this what we thought Uh, was going to happen you can't get these things wrong because they change all the time so it's trial and error as you work it more you get more accurate and you start to understand where are the little pockets uh, where the cash goes to hide that previously I wasn't looking Um, a lot of people will only go looking when the cash becomes critical critical Mm. but cash gives a business choice there's nothing wrong with having too much uh, cash instead of letting it uh, all get all um, held up, and then you get choice. You can pay a dividend, yeah. you can go into another business, you can consider, you know, all sorts of um, uh, new business ventures. Cash gives you choice. So the strict management of that balance sheet, the strict management of your capital, allows you to do different things with your business. When you know, even fat and happy businesses let the cash um, hide in all mm. the little corners of the business mm. without realizing um, what might be possible.
0: So three big takeaways for me. Forecasting. Yep. I love you can't change the last month, yep. the month gone. So forecasting is really important. Uh, have an eye on the balance sheet. It's not all about the, the P&L. Yep. That, that really matters. And that idea of capital, of don't spend your capital – Yep. Make sure you're clear on what you're working. Well, spend it where you, you know with the strategy, but make sure you're clear on what you're where your working capital comes from. Yeah.
1: So capital is a scarce resource. Yes. Using it for capex, use it wisely because if you've got to go back to the market, be that market, you know, friends, family, or other fools, mm. you're invariably giving some part of the business away. So the capital has to be conserved at all costs. Revenue is renewable. Go and chase it till the, till the cows come home. Yeah. Uh, and then you can spend it on the, the, the sort of things that, um, that you need to spend it on. So conserving the capital, I think, is, is vitally important.
0: I love the fundamentals that you've just shared with us, because that makes sense for someone who's just starting up, keeping an eye on things, and for a big business that might be stalled or in trouble.
1: So there's there's a reason the big businesses are offering, you know, sort of 45 and 60 day terms to uh, to deal with them. Ah, Cuz they understand cash. they <laughs> understand the importance of cash. Yeah. And they're keeping their cash for as long as as they uh, can. Yeah. And little businesses that don't realize that uh, get themselves into strife um, mm-hmm. uh, very very quickly. When you're starting up, if you if you don't start with an attitude towards cash that you've got to um, conserve it and build it, you will not succeed.
0: Who is the most important person in the organization to have their head around this?
1: It's got to be the business owner. Yeah. It has to be the business owner. The balance sheet is a picture of a business at a point in time. Mm. They should be looking at that that picture of their business every month and saying, "Is this what I thought it was going to be? Is this a, is this the value I thought I was going to create? Does this make me happy or does this make me worried?" The the feeling you get in your in your gut, yeah. when uh, things are going wrong, comes from a poor balance sheet. The sales may not be there and it's leading to all sorts of, um, uh, of pressures, but it's when the balance sheet really gets into strife uh, that you start to um, uh, not be able to uh, fix it. Sales can turn around, you can sell different things, you can cut mm. costs, you can manage a and l Once a balance sheet gets wildly out of whack, where you owe more money than you're going to get in over the next um, uh, 12 months. I did a company not so long ago that was in a a unique business area. It went into two additional, uh, and the sales were dropping, it went into two additional business lines without realising that they had to restock the business completely. Um, It was about a, a $2 million change in stock. And the stock that they were they had became pretty much useless and they had no cash to get yeah. the, new, the new businesses going. And nobody, including the board of that company, had put that together. They just said, we know that we can sell these things at a better price than what we were doing. Right. But the cash required to switch from, from what they were doing into the stock they needed to hold to uh, move to their new business model prohibited it ever happening.
0: What I really like about this conversation, John, is that you make it simple. Some simple messages, it's about knowing your own business and telling the story that makes sense. And I think that's something that, that businesses of any size are going to find very, very
1: helpful. Business isn't rocket science. No,
0: well, I love that. It's, well, you know, it's, it's, I love the things coming from you today too, John. You know, there's a number of them and we'll, we'll leave the banks for another conversation. Yeah, that's but, right.
1: but it's yeah. not rocket science. It, a lot of it is common sense. Yeah. A lot of it is, yeah. is, is worrying about the future. What's yeah. going to happen next? Yeah. And if you can't answer those questions, then you're not really in charge of uh, the company. You need some expertise in and around the accounting. So yeah. if you haven't, if, if that's not your background, yeah. um, then then you need to uh, get that in. You don't need to spend a lot of time on it. Accounting repeats itself every month. Uh, I've got a new CEO I'm mentoring at the moment, um, and I'm teaching him how to review his accounts. He's he's come out of a complete sales packet, and you know it, it's simple. We sit down once a month, and we we look and we see this month's result versus budget yeah. this month versus uh, same month last year year to date this this month versus last month balance sheet and PL. is it trending up is it trending down that's it that's re- that's we've reviewed the accounts now it's trending up everything's fine we'll keep doing it's trending down why is it trending down let's now go and uh, and dig into that but same thing this month versus budget this month versus uh, same month last year year to date this year versus last year year to date this year versus budget trending up trending down Okay. Beautiful. The review's done.
0: The review's done. I feel I've done very well in my (laughs) review of cash this morning. John, so helpful. Thank you very, very much. And I love how you've... I love business isn't rocket science. It's just actually making the simple even easier and and not being scared of it and knowing where to look. So thank you so much for your time. Great to talk. Thank you very much. Okay. So that's Tech Live for today. CEOs are in the business of making decisions and leadership is the art of execution. I'm Stephanie Christopher and look forward to talking to you next time.